Musical Insights. So this is Mark Cridland for Musical Insights, and I'm chatting with Matty from Reckless. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right, man. How are you? Oh, good. So tell us a bit about the band, like who's in it, and what what does everyone do? So uh, I sing and play guitar, and then we've got Lewis, who plays lead guitar, uh, Josh, who plays drums, and Lawrence, who plays bass. Uh, when, when was the band formed, then? How did that, how did it happen? Was it like a musical uh, moment or uh, or what happened? So it's kind of, it came a, a little bit out of frustration because uh, I'd I'd been kind of trying to find a band for five or six years. By that point, it was kind of back in 2015. Uh, I got in touch with Lawrence because I'd seen that he was kind of doing quite a lot in the Brighton scene, um, and we ended up just putting together kind of this little acoustic project. Uh, we did a couple covers of some some songs that we liked, uh, and then from there we. Uh, got Josh in in 2016, started to do some demos for, for new tracks, uh, and then, yeah, we kind of just went from there. We actually um, added a guitarist called uh, Jack Skates uh, in that year as well, uh, but then he ended up uh, having to leave uh, for medical reasons, so we ended up uh, finding Lewis uh, two years ago now, uh, and it's kind of just gone on from there. Now, one thing that a few people have said to me is... What's the reason behind the band name, and do you not like vowels or anything? So, I mean, we basically, when we started out, uh, we were called Reckless Intentions. Um, and it kind of, it never sat right with us. We were we were kind of, we had to do an audition for something, and we had to write down a name really quick, and that's just kind of what we came up with. It was taken from a, a state camp song. Um, and yeah, and we, we got to a point where we'd, uh, we'd released kind of a demo EP under, under that name. And then we recorded this uh, one that we've just released. And when we sat there with the with the recordings, we kind of just went, this doesn't feel like the same thing anymore. Um, and there'd always kind of been this little insecurity because it was our first project um, about reckless intentions. So uh, we kind of, we just thought, let's streamline it. And part of that was getting rid of the valve. So, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really a, a measured process. It was just kind of like, hey, this looks cool when you write it down. But yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. When you say in there about the, the, the sound of the bands developing and changing over time, how would you actually describe the sound of the band now? Could you put yourself in a genre? Um, we find it difficult. I mean, I think our, our roots are kind of in pop-punk, uh, but we're kind of keen to avoid uh, becoming a cliched band um, and kind of doing the same thing, because there's so many bands out there that are kind of doing a similar thing. They're great, but kind of there's not a lot of reinvention going on uh so um yeah i think we what we call ourselves is heavy pop we're kind of trying to go really dark and really catchy at the same time um so yeah that's kind of what we what we've tried to do with this ep uh which i think it's got three pretty upbeat and catchy songs and it's got three pretty uh kind of aggressive and, and deep songs so yeah we kind of we like to kind of live on these two opposites and kind of try and make them fit together it's good though i like, I like the way you're doing it i mean who who writes the songs is it uh, like just one person who writes the songs or does everyone chip in so i mean there's we, there's six tracks on the ep uh and five of them i kind of wrote at home and demoed and brought them into the band and then uh to be honest what's becoming more common now is that we'll just start a riff in rehearsal someone will start playing something and then we'll just build on that from there um so yeah it's, it's never really been one one set process um kind of i go through spells of writing 
songs and then I go through spells of not writing songs. So it kind of it goes through uh yeah, it kinda of goes through waves where I'll be writing them and then uh it'll be done kind of as a group in that bit where I'm not feeling quite so creative on my own. Um so yeah, it, it, it's interesting. It keeps us on our toes. Yeah. I mean I've been I've been in radio for over twenty years. I've attempted playing different instruments and uh, my stepson actually turned around to me the other day and went how do you actually start writing a song? And I went, I have no idea. So I'm completely <laughs> admiration to people that can write songs and just come up with stuff out of out of the blue. So, uh, and with the mix of stuff that you're coming out with, it's yeah, it's multi-talented, shall we say? Yeah, I mean, we kind of we're trying not to uh, kind of hone into one specific sound or whatever. Mm. Um, and it was interesting because you get obviously we've had some reviews coming for the EP and uh, the majority of them kind of praise the fact that it's diverse but there are quite a lot of people who kind of see the fact that all six songs sound pretty different to each other um, and kind of we've been not, uh, not criticised but uh, it's been commented that we're kind of fairly inconsistent in our writing um, but to me I kind of see that as a good thing like yeah. I've never I, I don't kind of force one type of song to come out, I don't go, right, I'm going to write a boppy song today. I kind of just, whatever happens, happens, and then we'll see if we can kind of fit it together. Um, and what we've done on this, on the EP, is um, kind of worked it so that emotionally there's kind of this journey that it goes through. So rather than just being six random tracks shoved together, it's kind of there is a thought process as, as to how they kind of fit. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It is nice. There's so many bands out there that put an EP together, and it's all samey. It's all very similar. So it's good to have the uh, the difference that you've managed to do with this one. So yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. Shall we say? No. Yeah, we wanted to avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, who actually influenced you to start playing music? Was there any particular musician that got you thinking, oh, "I'm going to play that"? So, I mean, going back early days, uh, when I was kind of a kid, uh, I come from a very musical family. So um, my mum was a classical singer. Um, and then my dad's kind of, he was the church organist for years. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, it wasn't like a, a, a contemporary music background, but um, there was always music in the house. And I started playing uh, piano, sorry, when I was about six or seven. Um, and I kind of went with that and then I discovered Green Day when I was about 11 years old and that kind of, I'd say that was probably, that was the first time I wanted to pick up a guitar and really go for it, uh, which is why I just play power chords, but um, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's kind of, I don't know, it's just uh, kind of, I tried to discover as much as I could to kind of expand my horizons when I was kind of around 11 or 12. Um, and started listening to stuff that when everyone else was listening to Soldier Boy and all that, uh, <laughs> I was kind of discovering all these kind of new and old bands, uh, which is kind of what I always knew I wanted to be in a band, so I just kind of knew I had to make it happen. Yeah, well, you know, you've got to do it. If you, if you want to do it, just do it. That's always yeah. always my way of thinking. The amount of people that go, well, oh, I don't know if I should, just just do it. You'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you say you're down in Brighton, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. What's the music scene like down there at the moment? Uh, it's interesting. You got, I mean, there's so, there's a load of good bands, but uh, I'd say the issue is there's too many musicians yeah. and not enough kind of fans. Um, <laughs> so basically, you'll have everyone wants you to come to their gig, but no one will come to yours or something. Yeah. Uh, 
so there is kind of you get little clicks where bands kind of obviously look out for each other and and that but there's just so many shows going on every single day uh kind of at least five or six different events in the city um so it makes it really difficult to especially when you're just starting out once you've kind of got your foot in there and people know who you are it gets a bit easier yeah. Um, when you're just starting out, there were there were shows that we were just playing to no one every single time, um, which is good to kind of hone your life skills um, and to kind of get tighter. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of great venues and there's a lot of great promoters, but I think uh, yeah, live music is is obviously struggling. So it'll be interesting to see how many of those venues are left in five or six years' time if people kind of don't support them. Yeah. Uh, in the way that we wanted to. I mean, you did your little uh, your little tour for the EP release show, so your Colchester, Worthing, Folkestone, which was the closest one to me, but unfortunately I couldn't get to it. But yeah, so the tour went really well. Then. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, uh, it was it was really exciting to to play the songs to people who kind of knew them. Uh, we've been playing them for a while. We played them the first time back in October when we were in Europe. Um, so yeah, it was nice to be able to play them to people who knew them now, uh, and kind of the turnouts. Uh, improving for all the shows of us and we kind of every time we go out on the road we can feel kind of more positive when we come home which is really good yeah Man, it's a shame we didn't get to dover we've got a brilliant venue in dover now and uh, so you have to do it on the next tour you do come to dover to the booking absolutely hall. yeah so about 300 capacity decent big stage now we've had nice. big bands play there as well so we'll have a look musical insights Talking of venues, actually, what would be your dream venue? Um, we've got kind of a few different... We, we talk about it a lot, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for me, the first four shows I ever went to was Wembley Stadium, uh, which is obviously, I mean, a little bit ambitious, I guess, you could say. But, um, yeah, I mean, for, for us, I think, uh, in terms of Brighton, we've always wanted to play Concord. Um because we've, we've played there once, we did one song on a kind of showcase thing and the sound was like insane and kind of the room was packed and it was really good fun. Um, but yeah, I think kind of in, in manageable terms, I think we want to be able to kind of play a venue like Electric Ballroom in Camden or something that size. If we can, we've always said if we can get to a point where we're selling out that kind of rooms of that size or even just touring to rooms of that size and we'll be happy um, or any size really. But yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's kind of the, the ambition that we set ourselves is to be able to kind of reach those stages. Yeah, well, I think, uh, so with, with your PR person at the moment, Steph over at Domino PR, she can try and push you a bit more, you know, get you onto these big, bigger stages, brighter. And, uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's done really well. Um, yeah, I mean, we've had so much good feedback from the EP. It's kind of blown us a little bit. Um, but, yeah... Um, I don't know. It's 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 interesting nowadays because everything's kind of switched to online. Um, so yeah, you kind of get this stuff coming through all the time, but it's really really good. And Steph's done a great job. So. Yeah. So big shout out to Steph over at Domino PR. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sorting this all out, see? And she good. <laughs> <laughs> right now, let's talk about this new EP. Then the EP is out now. So tell us about this EP. Then you, I mean, you mentioned earlier the three uh, kind of not quite heavy songs and three heavier ones. So. Uh, but what can you tell us more about it? Where did you actually record it? That's so we recorded it in uh, in Sheffield with a guy called Federico, uh, who was uh, he was in a band called Out of Peak, 
uh, who we played with a few times, and he kind of he's a genius. Like we um, we played with them in Bridgewater, uh, I think about a year and a half ago now. Um, and he came up to us after the set and said, "Amazing set, guys. I've got a few comments." And it was like, "Okay, <laughs> this guy." <laughs> like, um, but yeah, he uh, he has this like insane vision of kind of taking a demo to a fully fledged production. Um, and yeah, we we kind of. Because, as I said earlier, um, this is kind of our first project that we've all done, so we do need that kind of guidance at various points during the process, which we're kind of getting from the people around us. Um, but yeah, he uh, he really like stunned us when we were doing pre-production for the EP because we had these songs that we were like, "This is pretty catchy. This this will like this will sound good live and all of this." But uh, we we're a little bit insecure about kind of getting it out to the standard for for radio and stuff like that. Um, and just the ideas that he comes up with is just insane. Like, uh, yeah, he really took it to the It's good to have those people around that can, uh, yeah, give you the pointers rather than just having lots of yes men around. Yeah, exactly. Because then yeah. you end up putting out uh, music that's not quite what you wanted. Uh, you know, yeah. Not, not the best sounding. You've got the people around that will go, right, that needs changing, that needs changing. And, uh, yeah, working together, if you've got someone like that behind you, then, yeah, you, you're yeah. winning. It's great to have, uh, you kind of need to surround yourself with people that have the same work ethic that you do. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've, I've never met anyone that will work for as many hours without a break as Fede does. <laughs> yeah, we literally, there was one day where we, I think it was the first day we, we tracked drums and we came back like eight, nine hours later, it was like three, three, four in the morning and he was just still there, still editing the drums so that we could record the bass the next day and stuff. Oh, and he's man. just, yeah, he's, he's a committed lad, so yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we need to get hold of him. Definitely. <laughs> See? I think you've had enough advertising now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he plays me by the hour, it's fine. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so the play is called So Cynical. Why Why have you called it that? Um, it's, it's from the track Tell You, which was the first one that we wrote together. That was kind of, we've done four or five different versions of it over the years, and they're normally kind of demo standard. Uh, but we've just kind of kept updating it every now and then. Um, but yeah, it was it was a song that we really wanted to get out uh, and kind of, I mean, it's got this connection to our history, but also the production on it kind of shows where we're going. Okay. So, um, yeah, the, the first line is You're So Cynical, which kind of became a little bit of a, it kind of got a little bit of meme status uh, in our kind of inner circles. Uh, so kind of whenever anyone was having a conversation and someone, someone would say, um, you're so something, it would just be shouted kind of randomly um so yeah it was kind of it was a little bit of a, a joke for ourselves but also i feel like where tell you sits on the record uh it's a track four which is just after kind of two darker tracks and that that line kind of kicks off the song and it really picks up the energy of the ep again um so yeah i kind of felt like it was we just thought that was kind of the, the turning point of the EP and that was the bit that kind of hooks you in the most. So we, we kind of went with that, yeah. Yeah, see, I like your thinking. <laughs> so, um, your, so the EP is about, that's out, have you got physical copies or is it just downloads? What have you got? Yeah, we've, we've got CDs, yeah. Um, we've sold quite a few already, actually. We released this demo uh, kind of CD about two years ago now, I guess, and we sold three copies. And we, kind of, we were looking at the numbers to order for this. Uh, and we kind of thought 200 would be a, a ambitious but doable, and we've we've already managed to get rid of most of them in kind of the first two three weeks, which is really great. Yeah, brilliant. 
Yeah. Uh, so how do people get hold of those? So they're on our website. Uh, or obviously come to a show and buy them, and we'll maybe do you a discount if you're nice to us. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the website uh, reckless.uk. So That's the, the one. So no ease. No ease. No ease. No. No, we have to come up with some sort of meme about that as well now. Well, we're, we're trying. There's got to be a t-shirt idea in there somewhere. <laughs> There's got to be. There's got to be. Uh, so, um, how do people find you online then, apart from the website? So, all our uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is Reckless UK. Again, no ease. Yeah, I mean, YouTube, all of that, it's the same. Uh, so, just type in Reckless UK and it should come up. Cool. Have you got any more shows coming up at the moment? Anything planned? So we've got nothing announced just yet. Uh, well, we've got a couple of support slots announced, one in Worthing on May 3rd and one in London on March 19th. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're, we're looking forward to those, but we've also got a tour in the works for, I think, April. Um, and then we're looking to head into Europe for the summer as well, which should be good fun. Excellent. So if everyone follows you on all the social media, they'll be able to find out. About Absolutely. We don't shut up, though. That's the one warning. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes that's good, though. Yeah, we, we're persistent. Yeah. <laughs> one word for it. Yeah. <laughs> right, then. So, uh, if you can tell us, we're going to play your song, Tell You, which uh, you, you briefly spoke about then, but what can you tell us more about this song? Um, yeah, it's the first song we wrote. It's uh, about a psycho ex. Uh, it's kind of a song about kind of after you've done that breakup bit and you can kind of feel like you're free and relaxed to give your opinion without being screened up let's have a listen to this one and uh, thank you very much for chatting with us today cheers mate thank you cheers thanks a lot so this song's called Tell You it's off our EP So Cynical which is up now you're so cynical it's a miracle for you have a wound up on the floor For some other day Yeah, you had it now we're fast And if I'm gonna be the one to tell you That all your dreams are never Nice they have to end If I'm gonna be the one to tell you 
Musical Insights.